Let me ask you something. Do you have a group activity or an event with a focus on fatherhood? Well, guess what? I have a presentation that I call the Pursuit Formula. It's a simple tool that will help dads have relevant, long-lasting, and even fun relationships with their children. So if you'd like me to come and speak at your group activity or event, just email me, david at dadmatters.org. Again, that's david at dadmatters.org. I'll even throw in my top 10 favorite dad jokes. Mana 3 Media. Parents out there and friends everywhere. I'm David Wilkinson. I'm a dad of three, a husband and a storyteller who's interested in talking to and learning from distinct parents. And whether the conversations are on my backyard deck, in my car, or on my kayak, welcome to Dad Matters. Well, welcome back to Dad Matters. I am your dad caster of choice, David Wilkinson. It's season two. I have my daughter here with me. Aubrey, introduce yourself to the Dad Matters audience. Hi. (laughs) What do I say? That's it? Hi? I'm Aubrey. This is going to be a train wreck. (laughs) You're going to have to do better than that. (laughs) I think this should be my podcast, actually. No, this is my podcast. I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into it. You saw me out on the backyard deck. New season, new host. Welcome, dads, to my podcast, Dad Matters. Welcome to Dad Matters, season two. (laughs) And I hope you all enjoy talking with me and my My daughter. My co-host here, David Wilkinson. You're not a (laughs) co-host. So do you know about what's happening in the new season that's different from season one? More. Yeah episodes i'm going to pretend that you're the audience right and i'm going to explain to you some of the changes that i have made good on because i promised back in late april that i was going to do exactly what's going to be happening and i want you as the audience you aubrey to hear about it and so this is the first episode of season two and in this episode i'm going to start featuring some co-hosts right Right. Um, And in this episode, my co-host is Mia Higgins. She's a mother, and uh, she's a friend of mine, and her son is Jace. And Jace is actually who I have the interview with. So last season, I had all my Backyard Deck interviews, right? Mm -hmm. That's going to be a part of season two, but it's not everything. You look like you're falling asleep. Am I'm I tracking you? with you. I'm tracking with you. Okay. All right. Just hang with me. I'm, all, I'm <laughs> wrapping here. it up. I'm still here. So this first episode uh, is the first part of the interview. And then next week is going to be part two of that interview. And then the third week is me doing a dad ride along in my car. And then the fourth week is me out on my kayak doing some kayak talk. Right. I was also thinking about like some new catchphrases. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like uh, dad matters. Yeah, get your dad on. Oh, oh that, that's not... We'll keep that in the maybe box, and we'll just kind of leave it there forever. <laughs> and then another one that was like, um, uh, Dad matters, so you don't have to. Yeah, I'm not really a fan of that one either. It's sad okay, to say that more. my favorite so far is get your dad on. The last one is called... Uh, it's just... It's real simple. It's uh, Dad matters, pimps everywhere. No. Nope. Okay. Definitely not. I'll just keep working on that, and you might not be the best person to ask about that. Um, as I'm. This is my out. podcast. I want to address a couple other things first. You... I have a bone to pick with you. 
Okay. So I take you to school every day. Right. Uh, you sleep in like a lazy butt, and I make your lunch, and I do nice things for Let you. Let the record show that you offered all of these things. You said, ah, I can't wait to do my own thing so I can take you to school, pack your lunch. Right. But I guess the thing is, I assume that when you do something nice for someone, that they're going to respond with like, <laughs> oh, wow. That was really kind of you. What do I say every day when I get out of the car? Uh, bye. No, I say I love you. Thank you. You do? Yes, every morning. We need to record that so okay, that we tomorrow. have proof. Of- oh, okay, we can bet. bet. <laughs> Twenty bucks. But I still have a little bit of a bone to pick with you because at dinner you made an offhanded <laughs> comment about. Uh, something about me that wasn't like really appealing. So I guess let's just get it all out in the open. I'm not afraid. Okay. <laughs> right. I, I got no fear. I've never professed to be perfect. Okay. I know I have flaws. I haven't found them yet, but I know I have flaws. Right. Of course. And I think that if you have something to say, this is a good platform for you to say it. So here's what I'm going to do. I want you to say something about me that could use a little work. Okay. We'll put it that way. <laughs> okay. And then something about me that is stellar, that is second to none. All right. You have the floor. Okay. And I won't interrupt. You're not going to comment on it? Nope. I feel as though. Yes. You could work on <laughs> overreacting sometimes, you know? Overreacting? Yes. So, like. So, what? what do I, no, okay. What do I overreact? Okay. To? So, like, whenever you and Uncle Kevin went in the house and yeah. your first thought, the door was open, your first thought was like, there's a killer. Okay, wait a minute. We're not and telling then, that story. That was a reaction. That was not an overreaction. The door is open and you're like, killer. Gotta grab my baseball bat. All right, let's go back. Let's tell the story proper. I'm going to let you tell it, and I'm not going to interrupt. <laughs> tell the story. What, what is it that happened? And then we'll let the audience decide as far as I if can I remember, overreacted. Yeah. You pulled up. Is it your house? It was a house in Indiana uh-huh. when um, we were younger. And Uncle Kevin was, oh, I'm going to say he was 16 or 17, which would have made me about 22. 21. Mm-hmm. I was engaged to your mom. Okay, yeah. Uh, we were we were in Nashville uh, visiting family, and we came home to the farmhouse. And the door's open, right? Right. We pulled into the garage, and I grabbed snow shovels, and right. I told him to get out of the car, <laughs> and he didn't want to get out. He didn't yeah. want to go check the house with me. You do this now, even like when we come home from a trip, or like Nana comes home after not being in the house. You mm-hmm. come in and you kick all the doors down. I'm just checking for safety. Right, but I like care. if you're not concerned, then you put concern in somebody. <laughs> like Nana can feel perfectly fine in her house, and you're like, hold up, let me walk in and kick down these doors with my baseball bat. <laughs> she can feel totally comfortable, and she's like, oh wait a minute, maybe she, I have some concern then she get, now. Then she gets scared because you like I've... plant it in her. <laughs> I love people, you know. I love people. I want to help people. I don't want people to be hurt. So. Well, I feel as though it is an overreaction. By the way, uh, let's cut to the chase. That story about what happened in Indiana, turns out there was no intruder. Exactly. Uh, but Probably just some wind. I think it was the wind. <laughs> but had there been an intruder, I would have taken them out with that snow. Of course. <laughs> right. Okay. So then, a I would similar... have. Won. I just want to say, I would have won the day. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. I'll let you say that. And then, 
uh, today a situation occurred and you did the same thing. You like you go straight for like a weapon and you start kicking down doors. <laughs> and there's absolutely no need for that. Okay, you keep using the same type of example for what okay, is so to, then, what to as proof of what my overreacting is. Okay, so and then, basically what you have proven is that when it comes to safety, I take it serious. That's not an overreaction. Okay, well, then you'll fight this one, too. <laughs> 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 what you just said, I know you're going to fight this. But I have, if you just, like, listen carefully. Okay, I'll listen. So how sometimes, literally, like, twice I've passed out. Maybe three times. Oh, Aubrey. No, okay, listen. I will, I will like, stand up too quick. This could happen to literally anybody, but I'll stand up too quick, and I'll be like, oh, man, that was... And you're like, oh, water, get water! And you start, like, throw Gatorades, and, like, I'm naturally, like, pale, and sometimes I'll, you'll be like, oh, wow, you look like you're about to pass out. I'm like, no, <laughs> just pale. Like, thank you. You're like, yeah, I get that from you. You're like, yeah, you created how pale I am, just so you know. This is 50% you. You're welcome. <laughs> so tell the Dad Matters audience, how old are you? I'm 16. And you're, and what do you like to do for fun? I dance. Do you want to hear my impression of a 16-year-old girl in <laughs> <No>. dance? No. <laughs> so like... <laughs> If I, if I drop you off and you're running late, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm like totally gonna be a lot and I don't like it. Yeah, I just don't feel like that's accurate at all. Like, I don't know where you're pulling this information from. That's how a 16 year old it's really dance not, girl though. sound. All right, that's good feedback. I'll work on that. <laughs> you do that. Aubrey, say goodbye. Goodbye, parents. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and jump now into my uh, episode with Mia Higgins as my co-host and her son Jace, part one of my conversation with him. Enjoy. I've had an awful lot of input from friends and from people online who've had really, really wonderful suggestions. And basically what it comes down to is I'm trying to broaden the borders. Um, I don't wanna just talk to distinct dads anymore. I wanna talk to parents. I want to have guest uh, co-hosts on, and um, we're going to be walking through a few different things that we will now be offering on a YouTube channel. Um, and so today, my co-host is Mia Higgins. Hi, Mia. How Hi, are you? David. I'm great. I'm happy to be here with you. So, Mia, you are um, a wife and a mother, but tell our audience just a little bit about your world. Oh, goodness. So, I am a... 38-year-old. I'm not afraid to say my age. Good for you. 38-year-old. Proud of you. Full-time working mama mm -hmm. of a very busy, wordy 8-year-old, as you found out. He keeps you on your toes. Yeah, he really does. He He's a lot more than I ever could have imagined. Set the audience up a little bit with Jace. Jace is your son. Tell them a little bit about um, him as your child. I mean, you, you all have one child. Yeah, he's and, our miracle child. And he's enough. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have three kids, and Jace, I would just guess, is enough. Yeah, everybody always asks us if we're going to have more kids, and we're like, he's like five kids in one, really. <laughs> <laughs> when you say he's a miracle child, what does that mean? Yeah, we had um, a really hard time um, getting pregnant, and then I had a really high-risk pregnancy with him. So um, they really didn't think that he would arrive full-term, but hmm. he arrived full-term to the day. 37 weeks to the day. 
I don't think I knew that. Yeah. And he never spent one day in the NICU. He came home healthy and he was a little peanut, like yeah. really, really tiny. They said, wrap him up because he, he doesn't have any, you know, fat to keep him warm. Yeah. <laughs> but he was fine. And I remember like the first day when the pediatrician saw him, he came into our room and he said, he was a much older man. This is like his third generation of treating children. And he said, that little baby of yours, he's tiny, but he sure is feisty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That early. Yeah, yeah. And I remember even wow. when I was pregnant with him, like, he was always moving, and I didn't have much to compare it to, but I just thought, like, he can't possibly move this much, and, like, once he comes out, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, that's been the story of Jace. Like, he doesn't stop moving or talking. He has a lot of personality. So it's just been different parenting him than, like, maybe I envisioned. I love that our audience, who has no idea whether or not you're speaking truth or not, are about to find out just how spot on <laughs> this all is because this kid is a dynamo. <laughs> he is a walking encyclopedia, or so he thinks. Yes. Right? We often have, we, we just consult with Jace. We don't have to Google. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. He's, I, I sincerely enjoyed um, sitting down with him, and he is the featured interview in this first episode. We actually are going to feature a conversation that I have with your husband, JJ, in a few episodes. Yeah. And he is going to be interacting a little bit with some of the footage because he hasn't seen that. So that's going to be kind of nice. But when I sat down with Jace, it was extremely obvious to me that he's a great mix of the both of you, which you, I'm sure you're like, I'm telling you something you don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is literally half and half. Yes. For my audience, I want them to really start to hear not just from the husband or the father's point of view, but from the mother. Um, so it was really important for me to start bringing into the conversation mothers who I admire. I want for you to share, when you and JJ had him and you called him your miracle baby, what were some of the things that you felt like, I kind of want to set out to make sure of this for him. What are some of the non-negotiables? Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one. Um, I really wanted Jace, which is ironic, I wanted him to have his own voice, which how ironic is that, right? Like when I was pregnant with him, I remember, like I didn't want to pray that he would be the child I wanted him to be, but there was this one piece where I was like, I really want him to have a voice. Like when I was younger, um, I had very strict parents and I wasn't really allowed to have my own opinion. And I was like, I want that for him. Like I want him, like you need that in this world to stick up for yourself. And I was like, I really hope that he has a voice. Hmm. And boy, did I get that. And you got that. I really did. But careful what you wish. Yeah. You have to be careful what you wish for. But at the same time, I'm like, you know, it's riding that line though of, he so much has a voice where I've had to say like, man, I want him to also be respectful and yeah. like allowing him to have his own opinion, mm-hmm. but at the same time, teaching him how to deliver the words that are just compassion and grace. Mm. And that's been the thing I've had to be most intentional about with him because he so much has that voice that he can just say whatever he feels and however he's saying it. And honestly, I'm like that. So like I see that in him with me where I would just say whatever, you know, JJ would say like, hey, you could work on your delivery. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah. You know, you know this. (laughs) But I'm like, man, like the stuff he says, I'm like, it sounds so disrespectful. And I'm like, wait, that sounds like something I would have said when I was his age. (laughs) Just top of mind, anything that you noticed or JJ, anything that kind of keeps coming back around for Jay specifically that you're like, this one's important. We're going to stay on point with this. Yeah, it's really kindness. Kindness? Um, yeah, I think too, because it's so important to me, like as a parent, 
that I see him be kind to people. Why is that? Like, I I can say, oh, sure, of course, kindness. Kindness is good. But why to you is that so important? Because I think how you treat people matters. Mm -hmm. You know, I think the words that you use, I I don't take words lightly. Right. I put a lot of weight on them. Yeah. And so... I don't want him to just throw words around. You know, I want him to treat people well. And I think relationships are probably one of the most important things to me. Mm-hmm. And I really try to cultivate relationship. And I want I want him to have that. I think that starts with being kind. You know, mm-hmm. like when I hear in school that he stuck up for somebody that someone else was making fun of, like that's my most proud moment. Mm. It's a little bit sad that something so simple... Um, goes beyond people like they they focus on other things they get they get their kids plugged into things or um they start thinking about there's a a short list of things that are going to be important to me and a lot of times something so simple and rudimentary as just random kindness yeah but it's really the building blocks of how we are a civil people otherwise nothing matters right so it's important to to pass on those kind of things to our kids, but once is definitely not enough with kindness. Yeah. One, uh, kindness is a, we're going to keep readdressing this. Mm-hmm. And I think too, as his mom, I know the things he's not going to struggle with. So I'm not worried that he's going to be successful or that mm. he's going to be able to, you know, make his way through testing or I don't worry about stuff like that with him. Yeah. But I worry about that the way that I see him because he's so smart and because he's so sure of himself. Mm-hmm. I, I worry that he will just throw words around and not consider people's feelings. Gotcha. I've watched JJ with your son. There's a fantastic picture of him. I think I saw it on Instagram a couple of years ago. JJ's just slowly, calmly piecing together some lights. Yeah, he's so patient. And Jace <laughs> in his little underwear yeah. is just hanging on his back. Yeah. Like he's literally hanging you can see all the weight of his body is on the the lower part of him and jj is just kind of untangling just untangling christmas (laughs) lights but a lot of times with our spouses we kind of quickly get into roles shared roles i'll do this you do this yeah i mean sometimes it's uh, people even look at it as good cop bad cop but with you and jj with jace where do you guys often kind of land in I'm not really you know how sometimes people say I don't do blood I do vomit you know that kind of thing yeah but when it comes to just kind of the mundane stuff with Jace how do you and JJ decide who does what this is one of those things where I was like it was a lot harder than I thought it would be like because JJ and I we knew each other for a very long time and you know we have a great pretty healthy relationship Mm -hmm. and we had um, I think a lot of expectations of what we would be as parents both individually and as a couple Mm. so I know that when we actually became parents and it was more challenging than either of us ever thought it would be, um, it took a lot of adjusting for us because I think who each of us thought we would be as parents didn't exactly pan out. Um, And we had to figure out, we had to learn each other as parents. It was almost like, you know, you're just, it's a new identity when you become parents. So I think... I thought maybe I would be the softer one and that JJ would be the more strict one. And it turned out like totally opposite. He handles Jace much more emotionally and he can go there more emotionally. And I'm 
um, the more strict parent and I'm going to have like a more maybe intellectual conversation with him and I don't go to feelings immediately. Mm. And Jace is also a big feeler. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. they really connect in that way. Mm -hmm. And Jace and I where you know we have we have to work when it comes to the emotional side yeah but we've learned we have learned that like jj we've learned to play to each other's strengths and jj knows there's sometimes that he needs to handle a situation versus he needs to opt out and go ahead and let me handle it all right i'm gonna play devil's advocate mm -hmm. that's a real nice statement what did you say we play to each other play strengths. to each other's strengths that's such a nice statement that a lot of people don't really know how to do I believe you because I know you all. What does that mean to you all? I think I think it has to, it has to do a lot with self-awareness and knowing where you're strong and where you're weak. And I you know, I know you know if Jace needs to be coddled or he really needs to talk through feelings, that's probably not going to be me. I'm not saying I would never go there, but mm -hmm. I'm just saying like JJ JJ does that very naturally. Do you feel as a mom that you're supposed to? Oh yeah. Do you have some of those stereotypical oh, yeah. like pressures on yourself? Like, oh yeah. I'm not a, as much as a feeling mom as I need to be. Yeah, especially as a full time working mom. Talk like, about that. When, What's that like for you? I mean, it was a struggle the first couple of years. I stayed home with Jace for the first couple of years, mm -hmm. so I was really there, like in the beginning stages, nurturing, right. which he doesn't remember. Yeah. And then I went to work when he was two. So now you're a working mom. So now I'm a full time working. So mom. now you're a bad mom. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Totally, totally bad. I'm totally kidding. For our audience. I was going with it. I fully support it. I fully support it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was hard. Like it was hard going to work and, you know, feeling the mom guilt of being this full-time working mom and then really seeing like how JJ and him already emotionally connect mm. more than we do. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's funny. I, one moment stands out to me and Jace was probably about, I had already been at work, gone back to work. I'd been there two years and Jace had had like an accident, like a potty accident or something. And we were all sitting at the table and his eyes got really big. And he was like, mom, can I go talk to you in the room? Mm -hmm. And I was like, sure. And I just felt like, I was like, this is my moment, right? This is it. This <laughs> I is didn't know what I've was going on, but he was like, he wanted to talk to me. And he brought me in the room and he told me what happened. And I was mm -hmm. like, yeah, buddy, we're going to cover this up. Like we're going to get you cleaned up and all that stuff. And I just walked away like he trusted me, mm -hmm. you know, JJ is the more emotional one, the one that'll go there. But like in that moment, like I think he trusted my strength mm. that like he was embarrassed and he was like, my mom can help me clean this up. And mm. it really spoke to me like this is this is where I'm strong for Jace. Mm -hmm. And I started having like thoughts of, you know, when he gets older, there's going to be these moments where he has to trust somebody. That's true. That's very true. You know, it's interesting, Mia, because I think a lot of men and I have done this are in the shadow of our spouses. The mother of our children, a lot of times, we are constantly looking at, it sucks for us because we don't get to have that particular connection. And so I'm just, you know, what am I? I'm just, I'm optional. I'm just the guy who, you know, I'm really not even needed here. It's real easy for, I'm not gonna say dads, I'm gonna say for me. For me as a dad, it has been very easy to, compare quickly to Cheryl as if she gets all the good stuff. Mm. But what you're sharing is that, you know what? I have something as a mom that's not, that I feel is abnormal. I don't necessarily just come naturally to this emotional mom thing. And you had a lot of guilt about that. Mm -hmm. And I guess what I'm saying is it's important to point out that 
there are feelings on on both sides in the partnership. Yeah. The the parenting team is not a one person show. And it's not about the one parent who's feeling like they're not getting everything that they should be getting, they're not being respected. There are two people with two sets of feelings, actually a lot of feelings. Yeah. But you have things that you're going through as well. And there might be the assumption, oh, well, you're the you're the mom. Like you, you got it, you got you got it good. Well, actually, no, there's some things that I don't come by naturally, and now I'm a working mom, and yeah, I'm dealing with all of that. Yeah. So I just think that's important to point out. It, yeah. It's a very human thing, but it's a very real thing. And I think one of the biggest things I try to do with other dads is to remind us to get a little bit out of our own heads and remember that there's a bigger family unit where there's a lot of feelings happening. Yeah. It's not just about what we're feeling. In fact, that's to our detriment if we stay there too often. So. Yeah. Um, I appreciate you vulnerably sharing that. Yeah. I think we need to know, like, what, what do we bring, you know? And it's funny because if you think about that moment, Jace knew what I brought. Hmm. Maybe I didn't even know. Like, he was showing me what he saw, the strength that he saw in me hmm. to have that conversation with me. Hmm. And so I think you have to know what it is that you bring to the table, yeah. regardless of whether you're the father or the mother. Like, this is where I'm strong and this is what I bring. That's good. I think it's high time that I show you this footage of your son. I'm so excited. I had a lot of fun interviewing him. It's not really even an interview. Uh, it, it's a conversation pretty much dictated by him. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for our audience, um, it's also, I also really want to point out, Jace actually has his own Instagram. Yeah, he does. You that, want to plug that? Yeah, that Jace life. At that Jace life. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're on Instagram, I would highly encourage you to go and check out what's going on in this kid's world because he's a he's a fascinating person, and uh, you're about to find out just how fascinating he is. Um, even though this is comical, this one's light. Um, I wanted Jace on because I wanted to talk to him about him and JJ, yeah, and some of that. And sometimes it was hard to get him to talk about that, but. Um, we had such a great conversation when it was over. I was just so reminded of the importance of having those childlike qualities. And there's more, more to come on that in a little bit, but let's go ahead and check out this conversation that I have with your son, Jace Higgins. Don't go in the water with my ring on? No, like leave it somewhere safe. Yeah, like in a baggie or, yeah, or like on like the beach? Yeah, or in the car. Oh, leave it Don't in the car. leave it on the beach. Because then, then someone else might take it. Yeah. Or it might get yeah, buried. Yeah, it's like not safe there. Like yeah. it's gonna be hard to find because beaches are pretty big. Yeah. Like beaches can like beaches if you're like in Florida, the barrier of a beach could go on for miles. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's true. Because really a um Florida is a three is surrounded three what is a Three waters surrounded state, as in like it's surrounded by the tips, surrounded by water. That's true. Yeah. And then the sides are surrounded by water. Yeah, you're very, very, very smart. I don't. I'm very curious where you're getting all of your research and information from. Is it like YouTube, books? Is it your dad? Like, who's telling you all of this stuff about Florida? Or is it because you've just been there? Maybe it's because you've been there. Yeah, I was born there. But oh, well, that changes everything. Of course. Of course you know everything about Florida. But I know about Florida because my parents were also um, 
also were raised there. They're they're Florida natives. So yeah. Yeah. Hey, do me a favor. Can you scoot that way just a little bit so you're in front of the microphone? Yeah. Room? Now remember, you don't have to be like this on it. Yeah, I don't have to be like. No, mm. not at all. You can yeah, just, like I'm about to eat it. Right. No, you can just sit there and and talk to me normal. Yeah. Do you know what what I wanted to talk to you about today? Um. Did anyone tell you about this? Um. Yeah, my parents told. My dad told me. But do me a favor. Don't kick that, okay? Because yeah. that'll make noise on that. That one. Kind of looks like a fish, like a type of fish I've heard of. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's a fish out there that's like shaped like a triangle. What fish? I don't know. A what triangle it's fish? Yeah, it's like a triangle shaped fish. Right. It's like its body type is like shaped like a triangle. Not and like then a. And its yeah. tail is like a shark's tail, and it's like two triangles that because it like comes up like this and then dips down like this and then comes out again and then there. Are you a fan of sharks? Do you know about them? Because I can tell you so many classifications yeah. of sharks. Go. I'm kind of a you wanna you wanna go against sharks. each other and let's see who knows? Like I'll say a name, then you say a name like that. You wanna do that? I know I know a couple of shark species. Like you go first. The white t- like the white tip reef shark. Okay, right there. So now it's my turn. Yeah. White tip re- white tip reef shark. That's one. All right, I'm gonna go with um I'm gonna go with tiger. Okay, you're up. Yeah, yeah, I know a lot of shark species. Um, bull shark, which is I think the most deadly shark out there. As in, like this thing is like the strongest shark. Like you cannot defeat this shark. I agree with that wholeheartedly. So that's a bull shark, right? Yeah. Now I'm gonna go with. Oh man, you took mine. I'm gonna go with mako. Do you know what a mako shark is? Yeah, it's more of a reef shark. It's like a skinny. Yep. Reef shark. It's like a skinny long reef shark. Okay, so it's your turn. I said mako. What else you got there? Um, Come on, Jace, you got it. Oh, you went for the gold, hammerhead. Okay, uh, well, I'm going to go with great white. Yeah, yeah, I think great whites are the most, yeah, great whites are the most common ones to find at, like, the beach or something. And the ones that I'm the most scared of, as it turns out. I'm afraid of great white sharks. Did you know that about me? Yeah, I think everyone's afraid of, it doesn't matter if it's the smallest shark. Yep, that's true. Yeah, the the smaller sharks, they don't eat. They eat, like, little tiny organisms Yeah. of the water. Like, the cookie-cutter sharks just eat, like, rock. But I'm afraid that I might be one of those organisms. That they might eat me. So, hey, let me ask you a couple questions. Did you know I wanted to talk to you today? Yeah. Did you know what I wanted to talk what? to you today about? What? So, um, I wanted to talk to you today a little bit about you and your dad. Because I know your dad, and I know you. Yeah. And... Sometimes I look at you and I'm like, I totally see JJ. And sometimes I look at him and I think, I totally see Jace. But you guys, you hang out a lot. You guys, you know each other really, really well. And I thought well, it would be... Of course we do. We're family. Father and son. Oh, right. Of course we do. Yeah, that's and that's the perspective that I wasn't thinking about. You guys are family. You're, you're so... Of course, you know each other really well. So... I just wanted to ask you a few questions about your dad, okay? What? Well, I want to know, like, but you know what? Before I ask you that, let me ask you this, because you're a busy guy. You got mm. plans. You got big plans in life, right? Yeah. Yeah, tell me some of your big plans. The biggest plans I will ever have in my whole life yeah. is the plans that I have for when I grow up. Oh, like tell my me about needs. It. What, like what are your ne- what are your needs? Yeah, like the needs of like houses and cars or needs and clothes or needs. 
but they're also more of needs slash wants. So they're like the same thing of like needs and wants. How old are you? Because normal people, they would just have clothes like take the jacket off. Right. They would just have clothes like this. But your but your clo- your jacket when it comes off, you have a shirt that says "Totally Awesome." But guess why? Oh, why? I'm gonna have like the fanciest clothes. Like yeah. I'm gonna have like casual fancy, like uh-huh. bartender fancy, gentleman fancy. Yeah, all the fancies. Late 1800s fancy. 1800s fancy? Late 1800s, which is... Wait, does this fall under the category of needs or wants? Both. Both, yeah. Because they're both the same thing of when I grow up. These normal people. Yeah. Like, normal people who just, like, just want to live, like, the normal life every human has. Right. Would just live in, like, a house. Yeah, yeah. Or a hut. Or a hut, sure. Do you want to have a wife? Yeah. Tell me about that. I don't know. I don't know. I'll just have a family. Just have, yeah, just like a normal American family, right? Yeah. Yeah. But this is where it gets serious. This is what I'm talking about. Hmm. Because the normal people who just live like the normal lives of like an everyday human. Yeah. They would live in like a, just a house. Right. And Fairly typical. Just have like regular Honda or Toyota cars. Right. But my house will be a mansion. Oh. So that is part one of my conversation with Jace Higgins. Aubrey, he is hysterical, right? He's funny kid. How many times have I shown you that content? Have you seen, you've seen it a I few times. I feel like it's in the double digits. <laughs> if not, it's getting there. I'm a sharer. I like to share things. If something makes me happy, I like to share it with people. So you get the added benefit of Hence seeing the, the content before it ever uh, is released. Right. So you're welcome. Oh, okay. But uh, parents, that was the part one. Next week, Wednesday, I'm going to be releasing part two of my conversation with Jace. Mia will still be my co-host. And uh, so hope you'll be coming back to check that out. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hope you enjoyed um, my banter with my daughter. I apologize when she gets a little long-winded and starts getting too into herself. She is 16. (laughs) But uh, we are excited about this season. Hope you stick around. Come back next week. And until next time, parents, tell them, Aubrey. Put down your phone and hug your kids. Booyah! Dad Matters with David Wilkinson is part of the Mana 3 Media Network. It is produced and hosted by me, David Wilkinson. It's co-edited and mixed by Josh Myers. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you have a parenting winner question, email me, david at dadmatters.org. It could be featured on a future episode. Subscribe to Dad Matters wherever fine podcasts are downloaded, as well as on our YouTube channel. Just search Dad Matters with David Wilkinson. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Dad Matters Pod and get other updates at Mana 3 Media. That's M A N A, the number three media. And if you like this podcast, then you might also like Next Story from Mana 3 Media. Each episode is shorter than a movie and longer than a song. New Dad Matters podcast episodes drop on Wednesdays weekly, so join us for the next one.